Here we are with Broken Worlds, Exalted, Skeleton Keys, Episode 8. I am Devin, the referee. We are in May 2018. To my left, we have X playing Y. Nicole playing Tepid Burrell. Kevin playing Poison Orchid. Alright, you two. What transpired last session? We kicked the shit out of one lady and uh, stole a book. Talking book. Talking book. You got the fucking Necronomicon. Yes, you did get a book bound in human flesh, written inked in human blood. And it has a base, so... But really, who doesn't at this point? <laughs> and then we lectured the sorcerer about doing that cool thing that we do. Know your place. Also, like, we could have just killed her. Yeah. We and we didn't. We didn't. Just like the elephant man that we did before. It would be awfully shitty of her to try to get revenge when we told her not to. <laughs> we told Don't her not to. Don't you do it. Would it be awfully shitty, or would it be endlessly amusing for you? <laughs> like, you're basically doing it because you're danger sluts. Yeah. So why would we let any of these people live? Why wouldn't you? If I was exalted, I would let so many people live. To come out. back and defy me. It's always worked really well in every exalted game we've played. So just let everyone live. Right? Like, you know, at the edge of, like, a, you know, at the edge of a building at sword point being like, leave here. And never fucking return again. And you just then wink. you spit on them. <laughs> you wink. Validate their parking. Rent them out a room at a hotel for when they come back. Fucking Christ. Open a line of credit in your name for them. Christ. So, we find ourselves back in the estate of Poison Orchid. It is... A bustle with the activities of your gang members and their various side operations and ploys to gain, you know, resources, money, power. Hmm. Um, where have you enshrined um, the Paw Wraith? The same as the book. Oh, right. Uh, deep in the back of the manor in a glass cabinet that we can, it, like, it's audible, but nobody can actually fucking touch it. Of course, of course. Because, you know, these people are dipshits. Your gang is unwise at the best of times. <laughs> so, in the last episode, you two learned the location of an informant who knows about Ant Skull, the enigmatic leader of the No Hope Way practitioners. Yes. Who, de who dabbles in destruction and artifice. Sure does dabble. What? How would you like to proceed? Well, there's that tavern or whatnot. There's a, a meeting place of sorts, a bar or a coffee shop in the sewer culverts of the city where all of the rain is endlessly poured off of. In the sewers. Well, like, the, the rain goes into, like, a sluice and, like, they hang out there where the water, you know, muffles sound. So it'd be likely best to go there and shake down uh, these informants. You know where the place is, and you can definitely you know, head to it. What are you bringing with you? Oh, a fair swath of my gang. Me and my weapons. Your Bloodborne-style unfoldy weapons? <laughs> Aren't your weapons just your hands at this point? Oh, and the guillotine. I have a flying guillotine, I have a brace of knives. I've never used the knives in this game, because the other weapons are much better. Like, not even mechanically better. The Flying Guillotine has just the same, you know, tanks or whatever. It's just 
It's so spook. It's the fucking guillotine. We're gonna use that. It's a giant farm knife, farm equipment blade you've put on a chain. It's not what it is. It's the equivalent of what it is. It's scary as shit. Like, knives are knives, but it's like, hey, this, this is used to, you know, break rocks and cut stumps in half. And I just put it on a chain and whip it around. People are like, oh, God. That's what most people envision when they think of a flying guillotine. This angry piece of metal that's on a chain chomp leash. So... You guys are taking your gang, and you head through the city of Ten Gods Mountain. Mm -hmm. uh, your entourage in tow. Someone, like, what, holding an umbrella over you? Yes. Makes sense. As per the usual. So, yeah, a procession of the dead, uh, led by their enigmatic, to use that word again, uh, Dark Messiah, and a Prince of the Earth from the Living World uh, lead down the street. People give you a wide berth, like merchants sort of shutter their windows and people go into alleyways. They know they know what's coming. They're like, also, we heard you did attack the musicians guild, so no given, one's safe. Yeah, given we've just been assaulting people every day for the past week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, following the rainwater, which is actually a pretty good way to find this place, there's eventually a sort of uh, Rever inverted well carved into the ground. Like instead of it sticking out and being uh, brickshod, it's inverted down and brickshod so it doesn't erode as much. Uh, where the water just kind of drains in in mass amounts. Okay, it's just a hole. I was confused. Yeah, but it's been reinforced so it won't erode and, you know. You said inverted well, I thought you meant like a pillar. And I was like, the word is pillar, Devin. <laughs> not, not, no, not a rock. It has a, uh, it's sort of angled almost like a like a tunnel. So it's not like you just drop down in. Yeah, you walk in. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Let's just... Alright, we're back. So yeah, there is Storm Drain leading to presumably the cafe that you're seeking out. A place where a criminal element congeals in the city. Well, we can't have that. You can't have criminals. <laughs> just knock into the pit. So, heading on through the tunnel and the storm drains, you can hear the rushing of water. It sounds like rhythmic, almost like a like a vein or a pulse. As it hits various like stops when I put in place, let the water rush over and create rapids. You know, more noise pollution. Mm. Uh, kind of a nice fading background white noise. Um, and eventually meets up with other of these here into a larger kind of river and there's side bits of it to walk. This is all made of like carved stone that's been covered in plaster and been smoothed over over time to be kind of sealed like watertight and not, you know, erode its way through. Though, eventually it will. No construction's perfect, and it's not like this was made by magic. But, uh, eventually there is a uh, series of waterfalls, almost like, um, what do you call it, Niagara Falls, all flowing over into a central pool that gathers water and slowly drains away, but it's always full because of the amount of water going into it and the amount of rain. Uh, the drop is not huge. It's like a 10-foot drop at most, and the pool of water gives way to a sort of crescent landing area that has people. Just, you know, tables and lanterns and oil, um, 
you know, there there are teas and burning lanterns and pots that are just boiling water and just creating noise and creating atmosphere. Uh, and it looks like, you know, 20, 30 people just hanging out down here, trading with each other, uh, playing cards, playing mahjong, and uh, interacting. They look crimey. Like, a lot of them are very, they have, like, death wounds from, like, being hung or being executed, uh, missing eyes. Some of them have, like, brands on their face and the back of their neck that say, like, criminals, you know, criminal, slave, that sort of thing. Prisoner. <laughs> and you're here. How are we going to approach this? Hmm... I could simply have him retrieved. And Skull? No, no. meaning a person who knows, right? Yeah. Fingor? <laughs> right. Um... Suppose. We have oh. a lot more people than they do. Okay, I'm gonna send my men out to, uh, kind of herd in Fingor. You're gonna, like, you're gonna see if you can't notice them? Now I'm going to send my men out to, like, find him. Oh, okay, sorry, I misheard. Instead of going out and, like, calling his name or something, because that sounds... Alright, your men, like, start going around in different directions around the Niagara Falls area to, like, the little walk-downs to it. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. I'm trying to find my cafe music. Instead of Disney music? Right, let me pause. Alright, we're back. Your men, your ghost entourage files off in either direction into the cafe below, and you can kind of just see it playing out from your, you know, stance above. They go in, and they start, like, tapping people on the shoulder, asking them if they've seen a guy called Fingor. Mm -hmm. Someone, like, stands up to them. Like, they start stepping to them. The, the guys, like, grab the guy. Mm -hmm. A fist fight breaks out immediately. They're flipping tables. A dude grabs a chair and breaks over someone's back. Uh, one dude's getting punched in the throat a bunch of times. Uh, the, the, a bunch of them grab one ghost and, like, start drowning him in the water. And, like, waterboarding him, because he can't <laughs> drown. But he can definitely, you know... He can't die, but he can definitely drown. <laughs> It, it turns into chaos immediately. Isn't it for the best that we did not go down there ourselves? So one of my gang members holding up like a, a pair of binoculars on a long rod, just over my eyes. <laughs> Starting shit. Well, we'll let them talk to themselves out. <laughs> Get all the fight out of them. Eventually, they start, uh, like, like waving at you, like, we got him. Perfect. They're, like, tying him to a chair. <laughs> I guess we'll head over. You descend down from your... <clears throat> from your position of smugness. Okay, there is a, a wraith there. He's a man, he's covered in what looks like porter clothing, like the kind of work, dirty worksman clothes you get from a dock worker. Um, his hands look like they were clearly broken, but still move and stuff. And uh, he's just tied to a chair, uh, looking beaten up as your gang's there. They have like table legs and like bits of glass in their hand. One dude has a sword that is sticking through his stomach that he's pulling out. Found the guy, boss. I look to the guy. What's your name? Uh, Fingor. Fingor. Is it blood metal? 
Blood metal. Okay, I just wanted to make sure they actually got the right guy because they're like, oh, my name's Finn. And they're like, we got him, boss, we got him. Or they're like, are you Fingor? Are you Fingor? And you're just like, yes, yes, okay. <laughs> oh my god. Right? I am if you want me to be. <laughs> please don't kill me. Please don't make it so appealing. <laughs> we're trying to find Ant Skull, right? That's why we're ruffling, ruffling this guy up. <laughs> That's why we're here, right? You're ruffling him up. Um. Yeah, I think that's what we want. No hope way, people. Okay. That's, they didn't tell us that, right? Yeah, Fingor, Blood Metal, which... Did he die from, like, um, what's that called? Mercury poisoning? <laughs> what? Mer mercury poisoning. It's the metal that gets in your blood and you die horribly. I just thought it sounded intimidating. Please don't kill me. Oh, oh, that's not why we're here. We're looking for uh, a woman named Aunt Skull. A lot of other people in the fire like make like a, an audible gasp. And well, we were told that you could send us in the right direction. Uh, yeah. I mean, I can't. If I tell you where Auntie Skull lives, I, I'll get into a lot of trouble. But think of it this way, if we had gone in and just persuaded you, which it would have worked either way, then you would have been in more trouble because you would have given up willingly. In this case, we've, you know, tied you to a chair. We could break more of those fingers. We could do many, many things and, well, less trouble. Uh, can, can you... I don't want to. I don't want to be smelted into soul steel. Hmm. I suppose we could give you sanctuary. We do have a rather secure place. You're you're those you're those champions, right? Right. <laughs> like you are literally called a champion of death. Mm -hmm. I'm not a champion of death. You're but... a champion of earth, though. He's <laughs> using a euphemism for exalted, so he doesn't okay. say the name of the game with the trademark next to it. <laughs> it always sounds a little weird, even when it's appropriate. You want to get sued? <laughs> yes, that's us. Y yeah, alright, I, I can tell you where Ant Skull is. Sure. Excellent. Uh, we want to like, not be here so we don't say it in front of all these people. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, bring him along in the chair. A uh, an arrow flies. Can I stop there. it? Oh, wait, let me let me describe. An arrow is flying down from where you guys were uh, standing at or previously. Yeah, what do you want to do with it? I want to stop the arrow from killing him. It wasn't gonna kill him. It was actually gonna hit the table in front of in between you two. Okay. Is that okay? Can that happen? Oh yeah, that's fine. Our, I just want our fucking hostage guy to die. Fucking Lord, this is right? a fucking Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps happening. All right. A uh, 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 sharp arrowhead whizzes in between you and the guy in the chair into the, the table in front of you, and it's like sticking out of it. It looks like it's been like whittled out of like you know wooden stuff, and it's been metal capped. It doesn't have the big fantasy European broadhead. It's just you know sharp, fletched. Stop right there, criminals! Who is, uh, yeah. Does everyone Camera in the bar look up? up. <laughs> yeah, everyone, everyone in the bar. <laughs> everyone everyone kind of looks up at the the mouth of the waterfall. There are six people there. 
they all look and are dressed sort of like immaculate monks. Oh. Like they're wearing like the robes and like lamellar armor that you come to expect from, you know, someone from realm or bookshine culture. Um, yeah, there are six of them. Um, and it's really easy to tell that there is, you know, four men, two women. Um, and they all have a variety of weapons out that look like they're vaguely enchanted, probably not capital A artifacts. Um, and they're just posing there at the top. Oh, people from the Blessed Isle. Your people. They're ghosts. Yeah, everyone's dead. Hello there. We have no quarrel with you, Prince of the Earth. Let's step aside. Heresy has been committed against the Immaculate Doctrine. Heresy has been committed against the people of this city. One of them levels a sword at you, and it was you, Death Knight. I'm sorry, do I know you? <laughs> you will come to know all of us. The leader who has, like, uh, like fire element patterns on him and, like, you know, crimson robes. It's like, Geki! His right-hand man, dressed in black, who has a battle axe. Goshi, uh, a woman who is in, uh, like, blue, like, air aspect armor, uh, styled armor with a lance. Dana. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going down the list. It's happening. There's no posing, like, yeah, uh, game yeah. force. It's happening. Uh, a man in yellow, who is wielding, like, daggers that look like they have, like, a dragon design to them. Boy, a woman in pink with the bow. May, and a man in green who uh, has actual, like, strong aspect markings, even though he's clearly a spook. Uh, spook. Uh, Burai. And he's, like, unarmed. He looks like he's a martial artist. Hmm. I see. Yeah, this is happening. This? This is happening. May I ask what I have done to uh, welcome this chance meeting? They, uh, like, like, Three and three, or two of them go one way, two go another way to meet up with you, and then the front two, uh, Geki and Barai, they both kind of like hop down from the, from the waterfall and just run across the water to like pincer meet up with you guys, so you're technically surrounded by all six of them. You and your spectral horde came in and defiled our monastery. You took something from the spirit of these people. We looked into your motivations and movements in the city. You've been doing nothing but cause auspicious events. Auspicious means good, doesn't it? Auspicious means notable. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like what? I am a champion of death. Everything I do is auspicious. Not everything you do is good for the city. I do try my best, however. Cavorting with necromancers, Dealing in forsaken artifice, stealing our our high priestess. Borrowed, I would say. She was returned, yes? In a sense, but in a much greater sense, you have transgressed against our, our order. You have sullied the name of our temple, and that honor must be met. Are any of the people here with me the ones who, uh... Yeah, totally. He's just kind of going to raise his cloak a bit over there. You know, cover them up a bit. <laughs> uh, you must forgive my men. They are... 
exuberant in their eagerness to please. It is not in the dragon's nature to forgive, especially those that have that go against the natural order of life. I'm sorry. You are aware of your very nature, yes? Our nature does not stop the purity of our mission to help citizens of the Immaculate Order reach their true potential. It is a penitence we've taken upon ourselves past death, a loyalty. This music makes it too funny. <laughs> I mean, there's worse music I could have on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pause and I'm gonna show you what that worse music is. All right, we're, uh, we're back. This is the worst music. Heroes have come. Immaculate heroes. Are all immaculate monks like this? Yes. He just puts a big hand on your shoulder. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Listen, brothers and sisters, you must surely agree that having dangerous artifacts in the hands of those who do not understand them would be too detrimental to the city. It would go against the natural order, which is why you must keep cretins such as these away from them, lest they seem to molest the, the peace that the city uh, exists under. We found many artifacts being misused in this city, specifically recently a book which fools and incompetence were trying to use to gain themselves power, which would have actually opened Ippolyte to Malpheus. My friend and I here are gathering them up to keep them safely away from those who would do damage to God's Mountain. If your goal is so noble, then why desecrate our shrine? How are we working in alliance if you seek to strike against our sacredness? Teach me to read. <laughs> we had great need of your of your most noble princess's abilities, her great ability to read. Uh. <laughs> and what would you do after? Continue hoarding your instruments of destruction? Better to keep them safe than in the hands of those who would abuse them. Your words speak of peace and of cooperation, but what of your actions? What do you offer as a sign of good faith? Why, well, just earlier this week, we uh, rid the city of the Reavers? What were they? Uh, the Hungry Ronin. The Hungry Ronin, yes. We came to a peaceful resolution and returned the goods they had stolen. Is that a bad thing to say? It's no, it's good. Like, sorry, we're not just They're talking amongst themselves. We're not just going around murdering everybody. <laughs> we're talking amongst themselves. You hear Barai, the unarmed fighter, the green immaculate monk. What have they done for us lately? <laughs> that is lately, you ask. <laughs> also, just yesterday we got that book safe. I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> that was yesterday. <laughs> Perhaps the situation isn't as black and white as we had first thought. Or yin and yang. <laughs> Indeed, I am sure we can come to an accord. As a sign of good faith and restitution, will you surrender that blasphemous tome to our uh, temple to be sanctified and sealed away from intruders? 
We have learned much from it, haven't we? Anything else long as they don't fuck with it. Yeah. Okay, like, are we actually whispering this in character? Oh yeah, so you I guess we you're just whispering, say it loud, you talk yeah. loud okay, to the yeah. mic. No, I just wasn't sure if we were actually even talking in character. I was like, wait, what? Um, yeah, so we'll confer, I guess. Yeah, huddle up. Um, huddle up under your cloak. <laughs> I don't want to be in there. <laughs> <laughs> you really don't want to be in there. Right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have learned, as far as I'm aware, anything we would need to know from it, and I suppose we just go back to it and read from it again if we want to know more from the book. They're not going to stop us. No, they're really not. Um, them keeping it safe. Well, your guys broke into their temple and stole their priestess. Their temple's obviously not very safe. That is true. <laughs> and also, we don't want them to touch it because they might get corrupted by it. At least they're the sort that would be corrupted. <laughs> uh, maybe. They still shouldn't touch it. I don't know how I mean, one of them's a green ranger. <laughs> um, we know how that goes. Hmm. Oh, this would be an excuse for me to allow some of my men into the monastery at all times to, you know, help them keep an eye on it. We could also just all, um, make a safer case for it. Oh, true. Um, though they might be able to help. They might have some kind of holy magic still. Even though they're dead, I don't know how they work. Yeah, they have occultism. Yeah, exactly. Mm. They, actually, they actually may be able to help us make a safer case for it than just glass, which your men do love to break. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> do. True enough. And I suppose if we keep the uh, keep it quiet that it is at the monastery, no one will go for it. Exactly. People will think we still have it. Also, if it does get stolen from them, then we just prove that we actually are the best people to keep it. And we'll still get it back from whoever idiot stole it. True enough. Then, are we agreed? Yeah, this is a good way to make connections. Very well, we shall hand the book over. On the uh, agreement that we'll you allow us to aid in the security of said book. Wait, how long? We come back. Very well, Deathwalker. But know this, it's only because this accord seems to be orchestrated by your righteous Prince of the Earth here that we allow your spurious words to create this piece. Everyone else respects you more than me, so just, just let this happen. <laughs> <laughs> I am humbled by your generosity and charity. It truly yours is a noble cause. It's too much. I can't help it. No game can be serious. Yeah, it's not in our nature. We tried, listeners. We tried to, <laughs> we tried to be super serial. We're, we're still, you know, not being overly ridiculous. Also, I forgot I could walk on water. Just random <laughs> Until scene. the ghost reminded you. Yeah, until like, like, they, they oh, right, were like, I oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, I can, I can just walk on water. I didn't even have to use the stairs. I could just climb down. So I was like, I was going to climb down the walls, and I was like, well, they're watery, so I'll probably slip. I was like, I could just walk mm -hmm. down them. Very well. Will you uh, come with us to my estate? Let us make haste out of this den of impropriety. We uh. Pick up the guy in the chair. Chair dance him home. 
More people just avoid you on the street as you walk back, because now you have the Immaculate Monks with you. Right. The very special Immaculate Monks. <laughs> they have, uh, you know, just secondhand embarrassment being nearby. It's just like, oh. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's just pause. Okay. So, uh, your entourage arrives back at your estate. Mm-hmm. The Immaculate Monks um, just enter with you. All right. We don't have anything criminally in here. Like we not do, really. but not like anything like they're gonna see and be like hissing. Well, we have. Do you have that coffin? You have that coffin. Yeah, I have that coffin. It looks creepy. They might be angry at the creepiness of it. Guide them away from that room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That room. I'll just guide them to the hallways, <laughs> the uh, back room where we keep the book. All right, the book is there. Ah, you've brought. New disciples. Oh yes, these uh, these soldiers will be the one to care for you from now on. It's been a short, wonderful time with you, but well, these people look like they're not interested in learning. Their minds are closed. Sees your prattle, tome of darkness. It'll be into a vault you go, sealed away from light and sound. You will not corrupt these lands anymore. Yes, I'm sure you will get along wonderfully. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, I guess they'll, like, hang out here, take a look at the book and stuff. They'll confer with you on how to properly, like, store and get it out of here and whatnot. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's not really about them, because you have the guy in the chair. <laughs> the man in the chair, Nicole. Yeah, they didn't seem to give any care about him, so... I guess we'll... It's horrible. I guess we'll go speak with him. <laughs> Alright. You go to Fingor Blood Metal. That <laughs> name. Right. Well, I guess we can untie you now. Because I, guess, I suppose we could have untied you back to the bar, but... Well. Yay! <laughs> Like at times, like rubbing his wrists. Uh, okay, uh, Anti Skull has. Uh, it's hard to find where they are, but their practitioners are like all throughout the city. They they come out of like alleyways and like storms and drains and stuff. So I think they're they're estates underground. Uh, whenever I've met up with them, it's been at this old um, execution square. Whereabouts? Gives you approximate directions, basically. Like, you can find your place there. It's like it's where they used to execute uh, heretics. Simple enough. Anything we need to be cautious of? Traps? Ant Skull is dangerous and powerful. Uh, and she has a lot of practitioners. And they're all, like, dark exorcists. Right, yes, yes. As some have mentioned. Very well. Oh, excellent. Welcome to the Ivory Tongue. Hooray! Pace him. Pace him. Medium pace. <laughs> yes. Wait, what? And they start draining away. He's kicking and screaming, going, No! No! Into the room with the Nefrax. <laughs> oh, no! I forgot about them. They're going to jump him into the guild. Imagine it to be the scream that uh, Chang and Community makes when he's being dragged away, like, no! <laughs> Very well. 
Dark Exorcists. I suppose we should look into ways to defend ourselves against them. I'm not sure what exactly that would mean, uh, but it sounds like it would affect you more than me. Most likely, especially my followers. Yes. So, like, Dark Exorcists, that, does that mean they can just exercise other ghosts? And, like, yeah, they fuck with ghosts, they have weird, nebulous occult powers, they're, you know, they're dangerous, dark-like cultists. I want to find a way to uh, protect against that, so that they don't exercise my gang. Yeah. Ah. Cult protection. A tall order. Um. You know what this sounds like? This sounds like a query of the cosmos roll. Oh yes. Like just thinking of what you would do because you're a you're a zenith cast. So this sounds like you're going to be communing with. You know, oblivion. As per usual. Yeah. So yeah, you will have to go into like a meditative trance and figure out uh, figure out a way to apply your weird priest, your death priest powers to them. Mm-hmm. Query the cosmos. I'm doing meditation. Eight. All right. Let me just. Pause it all up here. Okay, with that eight, you're given a sort of cryptic riddle that isn't exactly as helpful as you think it'd be, but you're able to decode it. I'm not going to make a riddle in the fiction because it would be specific to, like, you know, occult necromancy. Mm-hmm. I just, there's just, there's no way you, Kevin, are going to figure that out because it'll be so vague and dumb. Yeah, I get you. But Poison Orca can figure it out. Uh, you're able to piece together a necromantic ritual that you can apply to your men that will render them not quite as susceptible to the ways of the no-hope practitioners. The ingredients for it are readily available in this trade town, but they cost wealth for it. Hmm. I don't have immediate access to a lot of wealth either. Do you have wealth three? Your guild has wealth three? I have wealth six in total, oh, oh, but shit. I have to make them cough it up, which is difficult. Well, yeah. you are convincing them that this is going to make them not die. Mm. Like, this is really for them that you're doing this. Yeah, but I'm also dragging them along to it. Mm. What are the ingredients? Is there another way to get them other than um, buying mm. them? Uh, you could definitely steal these from the market providers. Like, just go in and threaten them. Uh... Probably not the best move to make immediately after being like, No, Matt, I'm on. We're totally trying to make the city better. <laughs> That's a fair point. Um, you could try harvesting the ingredients from the natural underworld. My character was a botanist, so or a gardener, rather. There you are. There are things like fossilized remains of specters or like funerary trappings, uh, icon- iconographs from tombs. Where's the best place to find that kind of thing? The city itself is uh, rife with it, and the, the small temples and mausoleums that dot its uh, exterior. Hmm. Sounds like we could do that then. Yeah. But unless it's something that takes a lot of time to like, grow or something like that. Mm. No, you basically be ravaging the countryside for it. 
Yes. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. In that case, let me see here. Let me pause. All right, so you send out your minions to take care of this work for you, because why are you going on adventures? <laughs> uh, and you got a 12, which means the uh, boss roll you made, your boss goes down by one, because you spend it on them, and they'll go out and do it. Yeah. And they'll bitch and moan every step of the way, but they will come back uh, with a panoply of like rated tomb material, uh, reagents, incenses, funeral wrappings, uh, fossilized bits of specters, that have been just entombed below, and that'll allow you to do your ritual. Perfect. Let me just pause, because we got dishes here. Alright, so you gather up the men that you're bringing with you to go fight Ant Skull, or at least deal with Ant Skull. And uh, there, there is, you know, writing involved, and pictograms, and the five directions and chanting and sacrifices to the Neverborn and to Oblivion involved, and they are all marked. Significantly more horrifying than Yes, a dark wind blows through your temple, a chill wind that puts out all the lights. <laughs> Does... is this... is this a permanent thing? No. Okay. It's just a thing. Just a thing. Just a cool thing. It'd be a little easier if you were the hunger, because then you'd just be all like, sorcery! Whatever I want. Yeah, that's fine. Rituals are fine. Mm -hmm. Alright, so, your gang is ready, your people are good to go, and you're going to go invade Aunt Skull's Redoubt, or her base, or her hideaway. Yep. Perfect. Uh, and yeah, the monks will eventually leave your place with the book, the Paw Wraith, <laughs> and uh, seal it away inside their temple where it can't hurt anyone. Excellent. If we ever do need information from that book again, it's probably going to be reluctant. You can probably just break it. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to start bending your spine. Oh my god, cover you in chocolate. <laughs> what are we, Nicole? Is there any prep work uh, that Borello's going to do? I don't think we need anything. I think I'm going to... Um... No, no, I'm not going to die. It's not a problem. I think it's fine. I was like, you know, usually before missions, if you have any important information, you should tell people about it before you go. So I was going to tell them my grandma, that we can find out how to do Argos without, what's his name? And I was like, I'm not going to die. <laughs> There's no risk with that. That's ridiculous. So yeah, I'm just going to go. <laughs> oh, mortal. All right. Well, that's a good place to end it there for this session, listeners. It was a, a fun little adventure in dealing with spooks, specters, and knights, heroes, immaculate monks. So I was Devin. Nicole? Kevin. And this is sponsored by Nobody. Signing off.